What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Unconventional Education Show, where we talk entrepreneurship, we talk mindset, and we talk life experiences to help you level up and become the best version of yourself. Craziness today. I have a very special episode because I'm doing this one standing. I've been on the move. I've been having to record my podcast wherever I can make it work, wherever I can make it fit. And today, the kind of dresser thing that I'm recording on is at an awkward height. So I pulled the chair up and the microphone was at like my forehead level. And so I was like, you know what? Let's just stand and see what we can do here. Might have more energy, might come out better, but we will see as we go. And guys, if you follow this show concurrently, like you're all caught up, you look forward to every Monday episode, every Thursday episode, I just want to take a moment to apologize for the delay in one day. Um, it's been a crazy weekend. Like I said, we were in Tampa. We did an event Saturday, which basically I was not home the entire day. On Sunday, we had a boat day planned. So again, I wasn't home the entire day. And I was like, you know what? I'll get back. I'll record Sunday night. It'll be good to go for Monday. And I come back to our Airbnb and our neighbor is just having like a project freaking X party across the street. Just screaming music, just pure pandemonium and madness. And the room I'm recording in, the window's right there. So it would have just picked up all of that. So instead of a motivational or educational podcast experience, you would have just heard craziness and partying. So that combined with the fact that our Wi-Fi was down, and you guys, <laughs> you've been following me, you know I've had not the best luck with Wi-Fi over the past, over a month now. So I was just like, you know what, we'll sacrifice a day. The people will have to wait, but I'll make sure the episode's that much better when we record it. So here we are today. I thank you for your patience. I thank everybody for um, just rocking with the show and supporting. It's really cool. Today, as I'm recording this, is the one-year anniversary of my book release of Beyond the Classroom, which is just so crazy to think about how quickly time has flown by and that that was a year ago because it also marked the pretty much the date where we were put into quarantine for covid and marked a big series of pivots and it's just so cool to think about how much has happened since then how many people we've added to our network marketing team the rise of the hustle prevails which i have so much coming i've been working so much while i've been here in florida on the next release so i'm excited to bring that to you guys this podcast was brought to life because of that the book um quarantine everything so it's 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 just crazy to think about how much has been accomplished and how far we've come in the course of a year. And I just want to thank everybody who's picked up a copy of the book. If you have not yet, it is available on Amazon. It is both ebook and paperback. We're going to work on getting the Audible out this year, but it's just so cool. The messages I get, we did an event this weekend and I had a guy stand up at the end talking about the impact the book has made on his life and he actually cried. And it was really humbling to say the least because you know, you, you spend all this time in pretty much isolation. Like I, I wrote a lot of my book in a public space, but you know, you're on your own and you have to be focused like in the zone on your computer and so much sacrifice required because I knew it had the potential to make that impact, but actually seeing it in person is just a whole different feeling. So just want to thank everybody 
for who who is supported and got a book, got a copy, talked about the book, left a review, everything. And before I get in today's episode, I just wanted to say if you've been rocking with this podcast, you've been getting value from it. All I ask is to hit the subscribe button, leave a written review, and share it with somebody that needs to hear this message. So if you're listening right now, you haven't done it yet, because I know how I am. I, I hear it all the time. I'm like, you know, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll leave a review. Just pause the episode right now real quick. It'll take you 30 seconds. Hit the subscribe button. Leave a five-star review. Leave a written review just of a takeaway of, or just the impact this podcast has made on you. And then post it to your story or text it to a friend. Say, hey, you should check out this show because that's how these podcasts grow. That's how we make an impact. And it means a lot more to me than you can imagine. Like that's really the lifeblood of all of this. So I want to thank you all. I appreciate you all. And we're going to keep this show going, man. I feel like we're just getting started. I think we're almost nine months in, but you know, it, it, it just, there's so much content, so many things to bring to you guys. And I'm committed to just helping make an impact, helping you create more freedom in your life, helping you build your brand to the next level, get your mindset to the next level, and just experience all the amazing things life offers. It's crazy. This week, I locked in a three-month lease in this penthouse in Medellin, Colombia. And you guys saw I was there for a month. I loved it so much. I'm going back with one of my buddies, but it's just so cool to live a lifestyle where you just call the shots. You're able to want to do something and actually do it. And through this podcast, through everything I teach, uh, through my book, through the courses we offer, everything is designed to help you create that same freedom in your life. So we're going to keep it rolling. We're going to keep moving forward full speed ahead. And I'm excited for you guys to come along on the journey. So that being said, today's episode, I'm going to share a quick story before I get into it here. So I mentioned that yesterday, Sunday, we did this boating excursion, right? So we did this event. It was smaller. There's probably like 35, maybe 40 people there. And we wanted to take everyone out on a boat afterwards in Tampa, um, go originally the plan was we're going to go out, we're going to go to a beach, we're going to go to an island, dolphin watch, go snorkeling. Everyone was super, super excited. So we meet up Sunday morning. We had lost a day or an hour of time due to daylight savings. And so everyone's a little tired, but, you know, excited for the boat adventure. We're waiting in the parking lot. The guy comes, seems like a cool dude. And he instructs us over to the dock to get on the boat. So we walk over to the dock and not necessarily what I envisioned or I believe anyone else envisioned it would be. It, it was kind of like a floating platform that was only about a foot or two above the water level with benches, uh, a little bit of a canopy up top, over the top to shade about three quarters of the boat. And that was pretty much about it. And we had about, I think, around 40 people and we were packed on the thing. We all had to be sitting the captain made it very clear that we need to be sitting, but we get on this thing and, you know, like we're, we're sure that we're going to make the best of it. It's going to be fun. It doesn't really matter how nice the boat is. We're going to still snorkel, go to these islands. Like for me, I'm like, I don't need to be on a luxurious yacht to have fun on the water. Like just being out there is fun. So we go out the channel. It's a beautiful channel. There's freaking beautiful yachts all over the place, beautiful homes, and it's just perfect temperature right now in Florida. I'm being told it's the best time of year to be here. So we go out, we go out of this channel, we go to this sandbar, which was beautiful. And they're like, all right, you have about an hour and a half here. 
we get off the boat, we're on the sandbar, we're all chilling, and this is where I started to realize that what we got into wasn't exactly what we expected. So we're on the, the sandbar, and I didn't really want to go in the water then. It was wide open, had to pee, wanted to be respectful of those around me, be respectful of the sea animals, uh, you know, all of that. So I get back on the boat, and there's a bathroom. So I go up to the captain, and I'm like, hey, sir, do you mind if I use the bathroom? He's like, I'm trying to clean it. Can you just go over there? And like points off the boat. And I'm just like, what? And so I kind of look at him like, you kidding me, man? And I get off the boat and just wait. And I'm watching him from the shore to see when he's finished cleaning. This was like an older guy. Um, no, I'll get into that in a moment. But anyway, I see he finishes cleaning. So I go back on the boat and I'm like, hey, do you mind if I use the bathroom now? He's like, no, no, you can't. There's someone in there. I'm like, well, obviously I'm not going to fucking hop in the bathroom and, and try to share a toilet with someone. I'll wait till they're done. So now I'm looking at him. I'm like, all right, man, like we want to play this game. And I think, I think he was mad because I was wearing my Colombian attire. I had on my, my, not sombrero, that, that straw hat I've been wearing and some of the Colombian colorful threads. And I think he was looking at me just like unhappy. And this guy was clearly miserable. There's something going on in his life that something went tragically wrong. This was just a miserable man. So I wait till the girl comes out. I use the bathroom, which was like pretty much only enough room for me standing there straight up and down in, to use the bathroom and I come out and I'm just watching this guy and I'm watching him one after another just being so disrespectful and rude and snappy towards the people that are asking him questions or coming on the boat he's just acting so inconvenienced by us meanwhile we're paying this guy $500 an hour for this freaking boat and they delivered on absolutely nothing that they said they were going to so that goes by I'm talking to the people on shore and I'm talking to the guy who put it together my boy Taylor who we, we just got bamboozled is really what happened but we asked about the snorkeling he's like yeah the captain told me that there's no snorkeling gear on the ship so we're out and it's like what, did, what the fuck do you mean like we, we paid for something they told us we're going to give it and now we're here we're paying the same amount and this captain is just saying that oh we don't have that you're, you're, you're toast like you're a fish out of water and then he proceeds to tell me there was three infants on board like I'm talking like a couple of them were probably about one year old. Another one of the girls was maybe like three or four tops. Like kids that are the size of chicken McNuggets and will never remember this. And they're trying to charge full price for each of these infants, this miserable captain. So now I'm just like, all right, like this guy clearly has something wrong. And I was just so confused because I'm like, there's a lot of shitty jobs out there. Driving a boat in the beautiful weather in this beautiful ocean with beautiful beaches in Florida and just being able to interact with people who are more than likely at the most elated state they're going to be, the happiest they can be. Like, what is up with you, man? It's just like, put a smile on. Just be nice to people. Be respectful. And so we, we end up leaving the beach. They get us on the boat. A wave hits the front of the boat. All of these sandals go flying everywhere. There's people offering to hop in the water to go get them. And the captain's yelling at us like, sit down, stay in your seat, stay in your seat. And he's got his poop deck swabber scooping sandals and shoes out of the ocean with his net. And at this point, I was just like, all right, basically, fuck this guy. Like, I was over it. I just wanted to get off the boat. So they inform us that we're not going to an island either, but they're going to go show us some dolphins. So they go and find literally this singular dolphin that's swimming through the ocean. They let us look at it for like five, ten minutes, and then straight back to shore an hour before we were supposed to be there. And I get off, and I'm just disgusted. I'm like, I mean, in business, when you have a brand, you have a product, you have a service, like... You serve people. The, the people who are paying you, 
you're supposed to treat them like everything because you're they are everything when it comes to your business your customers are everything they're the lifeblood without them you have no business and this guy is just being an absolute douche nozzle and treating all of us like shit and not giving us things he said he was going to deliver on trying to overcharge us and it even got to the point where we all got off and they were holding uh, the credit card hostage from the, the they were trying to get a picture of it on their phones because they wanted to charge for the kids we, I, I don't know what happened but they wouldn't send us the pictures because we I, I think my buddy who put it together refused to pay for the kids because they didn't even deliver on half the things they were supposed to in the first place but it was just like such a awful experience like with these people and and so the reason that I'm sharing this story with you is because I can never wrap my head around when people think it's reasonable whatsoever to just give terrible, shitty customer service. Again, your customers are everything. They're the lifeblood of your business. Without your customers, you have nothing, right? Think about uh, musicians, how much they praise their fans. And sometimes you might think like, oh, they're just saying that. But at the end of the day, if Ariana Grande didn't have her fan base, she would not have a career. She would not have the money she has. She wouldn't have anything that she has if no one decided to be a fan of hers and if she didn't give back to that fan base and treat them with the respect that they deserve. So what I want to get into is a little crash course on customer service 101 so you don't make the same mistake this captain did because I promise you none of us are ever going to do business with them again. If someone asks, we will never refer that person and just from the collective energy, right, like if people are asking us how the boat experience was, we're saying do not go to that company because we got screwed over, the guy was miserable, and it just wasn't a good experience. They didn't give us anything that they said they would, right? So I want to give you a little crash course on customer service because this is everything, and I think people overlook this in many different ways, and I want you to be able to do it effectively so that your business is positively impacted based upon your actions towards your customers. So I just kind of talked about this. I'm going to give you four little tips here. The first is your customers are everything. Please, please, please never lose sight of that. Without your customers, without people buying your product, your service, your opportunity, you have zero. It doesn't matter what you are. If you're selling a boat service, if you're in network marketing, if you're selling t-shirts, if you have a restaurant and you're selling food, if you treat your customers like shit, you don't deliver on what you say you're gonna deliver on and you have no respect for them, they're gonna have no respect for you and they are going to leave and go somewhere else to someone who will respect them. And I want you to think about this. I don't know about you guys, but when I look at reviews for something, like if I'm getting a book, if I'm checking out a new podcast, if I'm looking at a restaurant, if I'm looking at a clothing brand, whatever, when I look at reviews, I don't go and click and look through all the five-star reviews. I go to that one, the, the one-star reviews because I want to see what went wrong. I don't know if you guys are like that, but that's what I want to see. I want to see like what is the worst experiences some people have had with this business. And you, you can't underestimate the impact one bad review can have on your business. The boat example that I just shared with you, that one bad review is so much more powerful than a five-star review like we had a great day because the bad reviews you notice are always descriptive they talk about everything that went wrong and you have to take it for what it is because some people are are miserable customers and nothing will ever please them and will never make them happy and you have to use your judgment to decide if it's a review that you're actually going to take to heart 
But that's what I look at. I'm like, what's the worst experience someone had? And if there's multiple of them and there's some overlapping things or a common employee or a common captain who sucks, you start to draw conclusions. You're like, maybe this is a company I don't want to work with. One bad review is talked about, I would probably venture to say 10 to 50 times more than a positive review. Because we're not looking for like the, this was great. I had a great day. That helps us but we wanna know what the bad shit is. And if you get a bad review from someone, they start telling their friends and their family or they make a social media post or they leave the review on your website, Yelp, wherever, people are gonna see that and that's gonna have a much, much, much larger impact negatively on your business than the positive review that could be the alternative. So keep this in mind. Bad reviews, terrible, and you're gonna earn them if you don't treat your customers like everything because they are. Second part, customer service 101, customer service crash course, always go above and beyond what is expected. In my mind, this is what should have happened on this boating excursion. We get on the boat, right? The infants, oh, you have a couple infants with you? That's fine because you guys are already paying us $500 an hour. These, these little kids are not taking up any extra space or sitting on laps. You guys are good, don't worry about that. And you know what, we don't have snorkeling gear on boat, but I'm gonna call our company and have them deliver it to us right now because that's what we promise you, right? And even say something like, we can't go to the island for whatever reason. You know what, we're gonna give you an extra hour and we're gonna bring you here to check out this cool space. I'm so sorry about that, but we'll make it up to you any way necessary. We're gonna give you an extra hour on the house, on the boat. That's customer service, that's going above and beyond. It's not being a dick when someone needs to use the bathroom on the boat that's there to use the bathroom with. It's not cutting the trip short. It's not treating the people like they're an inconvenience to your business because the people are your business. So you're always going above and beyond. With my brand, The Hustle Prevails, what I do is I want people to feel important. I want them to feel a part of this community I'm building. So when I do an order, right, someone orders something from me, they're not just getting what they ordered. I'm throwing in a free uh, bracelet. I'm throwing in a card with a motivational, personalized message for them. I'm going above and beyond. Even the last order, someone who dropped, uh, who, who ordered the largest uh, order in, in that drop, I gave them a free bracelet that I sell for 40 bucks on my website as a thank you for the love and support they're showing. Going above and beyond. When people put pictures up on social media, I'm reposting them on our Instagram. I'm messaging them personally. Like I am treating my customers with the respect that they deserve, right? And another thing about going above and beyond is that in the beginning, you have a lot of time for this, but I think a lot of brands lose sight of it. You should respond to and interact with every single fan of your personal brand, your brand, your company, whatever it is. And I understand that at a certain point, it becomes impossible just because we only have so many hours in a day. But anybody who messages me, for in terms of my personal brand, about my book, about my podcast, about my clothing line, about the work we're doing with brand masters, I always answer them. They're taking the time to show me love, to thank me for the work I'm doing, to ask questions and engage with me as a personal brand. You don't take that for granted. You respond to them. You show them love back. You show them that you care about them, that they're not just a dollar sign, a walking dollar sign. That will take you so far instead of building up an ego thinking you're too good for that interaction. That's what separates you. You need to always go above and beyond what is expected. Set a high expectation and go even higher when it comes to your delivery. The third piece, treat your customers with the respect they deserve. That's really, again, 
what goes back to like how I just said, responding to everybody. Someone sends you a message. Someone tags you in a story showcasing your brand. Repost. Send them a personal message thanking them. Um, when, when you have fans, and this is going to lead into the next part, that truly feel like they're heard, understood, and seen, they're going to talk about your brand. They're going to continue supporting because they feel like they're at home and they have a community. People deserve respect. They don't deserve to be yelled at for using the bathroom on the boat. They don't deserve their hard-earned money that you pay them and you're expecting something to not get anything close to what you expected. People deserve to be treated with respect. You respect people. You you give them and deliver to them what they're looking for and make them feel special. They're going to stick around from you. The last point I'm going to talk about. Leave people, and this goes right into the respect, so amazed that they go and promote your business for you. On the boat, what should have happened? <laughs> Again, they should have brought us to the island. They should have not charged for the infants. They should have let us use the bathroom of our own free will and accord. They should have brought us to the island. They should have searched for dolphins. They should give us extra time if they couldn't have done any of those things. They should have done something above and beyond so that we got off the boat and we told everybody, hey, when on social media, we're just on the best boating excursion in Florida. If you're ever in Tampa, go to this business. These guys are awesome. The captain's awesome. They'll treat you well. You're gonna have the best day of your life. Again, and it could be whatever your business is going above and beyond. One of my role models, Andy Frisella, he, he shares about how if someone asks them a question and it's not even related to their business, they'll go and find the answer for the customer. Like he's had people go and drive and leave the store and go to different places that had nothing to do with their supplement business to help the customer to go above and beyond because once you do that, guess what? The customers will be like, wow, you know, I went to the supplement store and my tire was flat and these guys came out, they helped me change the tire, they drove to the auto store, got me this part. What do you think they're gonna do? They're gonna keep supporting your brand and they're gonna talk about your brand. Word of mouth will make or break your business. It's as simple as that. We live in an age where everything's talked about, everything's communicated with social media, everything goes online. So if you give someone a shitty experience, they're probably gonna go talk about it and they're gonna tell people the, the best case scenario is they don't mention your business when someone is looking for a referral within your niche. The worst case scenario is they bash your business every time, say don't go to these motherfuckers, they suck, they don't do what they say they're gonna do, they have low quality work, they're douchebags, right? But if you give them above and beyond experience, you have a clothing brand and you're sending them free stuff, you're interacting with them, you're reposting them, you're making them feel like they're in a community, they're going to talk about you and be like, this brand's awesome. It stands for everything that I stand for. Every time I place an order, it comes with something free that I never expected. And they're going to keep doing business with you and talk positively about you to other people. And guess what? People basically buy off recommendations from people that they trust. Everything we do, the movies we watch, the restaurants we go to, the vacations we go on, the clothing brands we wear, everything typically started with a recommendation from a trusted friend or family member. So if you can position your business by everything I'm talking about, going above and beyond, treating your customers with respect, going, leaving people so amazed that they go out and talk about with you these friends and family, that's the key to winning. But at the core of all of this, guys, it's just about being a decent human being. That's really it. You're doing a job. I talked about this. How you do one thing is how you do everything a couple episodes ago. You have a job. Show up and excel. I don't care 
if you have a job right now you're not so passionate about, do the best that you possibly can because that's going to translate into how you behave when you actually have a business that you do care about. All these little things matter. But at the end of the day, just understand, be a human being, be empathetic, help people. Don't be a douchebag. There's just no reason to. I don't understand how someone can become so miserable by driving a boat in one of the most beautiful oceans that I've been in daily. That's their job. And they get to hang out with people who are just happy, excited to be out in a boat and high vibrations. I don't know what went wrong in that man's life. That's something he's going to have to (laughs) do some soul searching on and figure out for himself. But just treat people like people. How do you just be nice. That's it. I don't even need to get into this any further. You guys know what I'm trying to say here. Just be a good person. So with that being said, guys, I hope that you got value from today's episode. I hope that you're rethinking how you're treating your customers. Um, Some of you guys might have thought about the fact you might be neglecting them too much. Send personalized messages. Look at your customers who have ordered. Send them personalized messages, thanking them for their business. Let them know how much you appreciate them, respect them. Ask them if there's anything you can do for them. If they're having problems, if there's anything you can help them with with your product. If there's anything you can do at all, because that's going to go so far and that will be ultimately what takes your business to the next level. So thank you guys for listening today. I hope everyone crushes it this week and we will catch you on the next episode. Later, everyone. Right.